Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level. So I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, today on the show, we have channeler Daniel Newsom who channels the angelic realm and the Holy Spirit. Now, when Daniel brought in the angelic realm, the questions I asked were not easy, and they answered them quickly and with conviction. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this, so let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show Daniel Newsom. How are you doing, Daniel? I am amazing. Thank you. How are you, Alex? I am doing fantastic, my friend. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm, I mean, I really am excited to talk to you. You are, you've been channeling for at least a minute or two. Uh, I have been channeling professionally for 36 years. How is that possible? You only look 24, sir. How is that possible? With God, all things are possible. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I turn, I'm going to be turning 61. No. I am. And I look in the mirror and I just, I'm thinking, this is not what I thought I would look like as a 60-year-old man. But I, as you know, as I said, with God, all things are possible. Listen, actually, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, you know, I was thinking, I was looking at the other day. You remember the movie Cocoon from the I 80s? I remember, but I don't think I ever saw it. Well, there's an old man in there, Wil- Wilford Brimley, who was an old actor. And in that movie, he's 55. Okay. And he looks 80. Wow. <laughs> so wow. the people are are aging a little bit differently as the generations go by. Like my kids will probably look a hell of a lot better than I do, but I look a hell of a lot better than my parents. Yeah. <laughs> and so on and so on. So yeah. we'll, we'll see where it all leads. But uh, my first question to you, sir, is... What was your life like prior to this insanity that is channeling? (laughs) (laughs) My life was incredibly difficult. Mm. Um, uh, I had a a emotionally um, and that caused me to have all kinds of problems as a a child, I was overweight, I was effeminate, um, I was a bedwetter, I happy, and you know, I grew out of a lot of that stuff. And then I'm gay also, which I discovered mm-hmm. when I was 12. So I there was this this build up of emotional turmoil and pain. Um that kind of came to a head when I was in my early twenties. I was no, I think I was about 20 years old. I tried to take my own life. And at that point, I called out to God and I asked for help. Um, because I, I just, because something inside of me knew that killing myself was really not the answer. I, ha- I had a feeling that life was eternal, but I was, I was just out of options. And so I said, God, you know, just help. I just can't go on like this. At the same time, I was having psychic experiences, but I didn't, I didn't even believe in psychic experiences. So I thought, well, this is, is this really psychic experiences part of my, my emotional mental disturbance? So I was at that time, I was working as an actor. And I was doing a show that that caused me to have to switch dance classes. So I went to this new dance class and there was a woman there. Her name was and uh, the class would sometimes go very late. And I was living with my grandparents in White Plains, New York. 
And so she would let me stay over her house um, overnight sometimes. And one night she just started talking to me and she started telling things about myself that she had no way of knowing. Back then I was very hard-headed and arrogant, but I, I opened up to her and I understood, oh my God, this woman is psychic. And she started to um, work with me on, on, on path of self-transformation, which was channeled by Eva Pirakos. I don't know if you've heard. I've heard of the name. Her yeah. work. Okay. So then my father died and that was a whole, and this, all this is happening when I'm 21 years old. That was a whole other, opened up a whole other can of said, you know what, Danny, I think you need to go to my teacher, Ann White. So I went to Ann, my first session, I felt embraced in this amazing spiritual light. And um, I remember Ann said, so where do we begin? And I said, well, I don't know. And so she just closed her eyes, said, I see you walking down a, a road and I can feel you're so needy of your mother. You want your mother. And that was, she just into a very real scene. I would often, where we lived, walk out by myself along these roads. And I, 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 I adored my mother during the first part of my life. And so she started to work with me on this path of self-transformation, which combined psychotherapy with spirituality. I started to heal the depression that I had lifted. I, I began to feel the energy of God moving through my body and my energy field. And I then wanted to be able to do with other people the work she had done with me. And so I asked to become a channel. And that's how it all started. I worked for years very intensely and that my own channel opened up. Uh, and then I started to work directly with the angelic guides, which I still do to this day. And that was my life before being a channel. So when, so you actually actively looked for this uh, ability because a, a lot of people it's thrust upon them and all of a sudden they start hearing voices in their head and like, am I going crazy? You didn't have that. I, I was having psychic experiences. I was not hearing voices, but I was having de definite experiences of feeling energies and having my perception changing like the whole the way that the world looked to me and i didn't quite understand what was going on but i but i didn't so once i started working with Anne, my teacher was a channel and i experienced the way the the energy spirit the energy of god came through her and how that working with her transformed me. I then wanted to become a channel and a spiritual teacher. So it was something that I asked to uh, open to. So what can you describe the process of how you channel and what it feels like when, when you are actually channeling? Yes. So I've, like I, 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 right now I can feel embraced in a spiritual energy and light. So when I channel, I, I can just take a breath and I kind of dip into that light. And then I allow the light and the angelic realm to just express itself through me. So it's, it's kind of like submerging yourself into a really wonderful warm bath if you can think of spiritual energy like that mm -hmm. and that's that's what it feels like to me and it's very different for me than my like the self that i am talking to you now notice this last night i had to teach a class and when i teach my development classes i channel the whole thing so I actually didn't feel like teaching the class. I, I said, oh God, I gotta teach this class. And I was sitting in a chair and I uh, called on the angels to work with me. They uh, did work with my energy and my consciousness and got me ready for the class. And then when I started to channel the class, it was like, it was glorious. I was in this whole other state filled with light and 
you know, when spirit is coming through you, it is, it is, it is amazing. And I mean, why would I ever not want to do this? What, what was about that? I was resisting, you know, <laughs> teaching this class tonight. Did I, did I answer you clearly? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like ego was what was getting in the way. He yeah, goes like, Oh absolutely. God, oh, do I have right. to have to channel the angels again? Oh, <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. But but, but what's what's interesting is, um, and this is this is what I learned from. I never met Eva Piracos, though one of my 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 students actually got to study with her. But she said that if you become, they called it a medium back then, but if you become a medium or a channel that the most important thing is to continue to work on yourself, to continue to work to purify your own um, anger, guilt, grief, mm-hmm. ego, all of that stuff. And that will keep, of course, cause you to become a more open, loving, happy, fulfilled person, but will also cause your channel to become increasingly open. So what I've found over the last three years is that my channeling has, has begun to take more out of me energetically like when i'm not working i really kind of don't want to talk to people i want to just be quiet i I don't socialize um i i hopefully i will come out of that soon so that um the whole situation is is one that uh i enjoy thoroughly well let me ask you though do you is because some channels i've spoken to is that it's on 24 7 meaning like the 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 voice is there like anytime you want to tap into it you can tap into it like in the in in like it's constant it's a constant two-way conversation in your head uh and other channels are just like when the close sign is closed the close sign is closed i have to turn the sign to go open and that's when information will begin to come in how is it with you i can i can channel anytime i want to mm-hmm. um but I am not open all the time. I'm not in a constant dialogue with the Holy Spirit of God and the angels. Um, I wouldn't want that. Um, that's so it's 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 very much when it's when I ask, they're there. And when I'm certainly when I'm working with people, they come through. But if I'm just living my life, okay. when living my life, I can still feel I still feel the energy of God within me and around me. Sure. But I'm not in a constant dialogue. I could, I guess I could be if I wanted to be, mm-hmm. but I, I understand that I'm actually here uh, to be a human being, you know, and to learn my lessons here and to engage in a very human way with other other human beings. Now, do you believe that anyone can channel? That's really a great question. I think it's it's like any, like I'm like if somebody is born with an innate ability to play the piano they still have to take lessons and study but they probably develop the ability in other lifetimes so i think it's the same with being a channel that because of how you possibly worked in that area in other lifetimes it, 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 you will have an innate ability um but i do think that everybody has a potential to be channel but some are it comes more easily to some than others so I, I'm assuming because you were going through this spiritual awakening and actually training and trying to open yourself up to you, opening your channel and things like that, I'd imagine that coming out of the spiritual closet, as, as I, like I did, you know, which is people are scared to come out and say, hey, I believe in God or this or that. Yeah. What was it like for you to kind of, with your friends and family, because like I've said before on the show, it clears a room when you say, hi, everyone, I channel angels. So if anybody would like to come and talk to me, like generally that's not something you do when you walk into a room. How did it, how did you deal with that psychologically? You ask good questions. <laughs> it's not my first bar, not my first barbecue, sir. Not my first barbecue. <laughs> okay, because I actually remember talking about this with my teacher, Anne, you know, um, and I said, Well, Anne, if people ask me, what do you do? And at that time, I was, I, I am, I'm, a, I'm a minister also. She says, just say you're a minister. And that's usually enough for people. But if they ask more, then you tell them more. So that's basically the way I approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And there's also, and I, I don't hide at all. People want to know what I do. I tell them I'm a channel for the Holy Spirit of God and the angelic realms. Uh, sure. But there's also a sense within that you know where people are and how much they're able to, to take, take in. Yeah. And so I'm very sensitive in that way. That makes yeah, that I, even I do that too now because of the show. You know, people are like, "What do you do?" I'm like, uh, "I have a, a podcast." Oh, what is it about? I'm like, "Ah, it's spirituality and personal growth." And yeah. then if they start to dig deeper, they're like, "Well, who do you?" Do? I'm like, "I have near death experiencers on." Uh, and then like, I have channels on. They're like, channels? Yeah. What is? It? People are fascinated with channeling. I'm fascinated with channeling. I think it's a and and based on the numbers of my show, uh, when channelers come on, people really do love to listen to their stories and also to the messages that come through them. They're very, very, very profound. And it is not, it's not an easy path to walk in life. I would, I would imagine it's not an easy path to walk in life. Some, some embrace it more than others, I guess, but it all depends. I've got to tell you that since I've had an amazingly joyous mm -hmm life since i began the work so it was and it was very very strange because before i started working with ann i could barely get through a day and mm. then something happened i met ann when i was 21 and then i i really worked on myself and so by the time i was 28 I had started channeling, and I remember I had this old-fashioned typewriter, and I was doing um, channeled writing. And the path is such that when you're working on yourself, you have contractions where all of your stuff comes up, and then you have expanded states. And I kind of got used to contraction expansion. And then one summer, I went into this expanded state, and I kept waiting for the contraction to come, and it never came. I was in I was in this state of joy that I. And I kept waiting for the joy to leave, and it just <laughs> never left. And the guides said, you have now entered into the kingdom of heaven. So, and then, then I became very self-conscious because whenever people would ask me, well, how are you? I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm great. I'm fantastic. I'm an every day, every conversation. And it, it, it was really strange, and I started to hate people asking me, how are you? Um, because my answer was always, and people couldn't understand. I remember one time I was walking, um, I ran into this guy on the street who was an acquaintance and he said, well, how are you? And I just said, I'm just fantastic. And he said, well, what are you on? What drug are you on? You know, and, and so it's, yeah, the, 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 the path of self-transformation brings you into the consciousness of heaven and you begin to experience heaven on earth. For me, the challenge has been to accept myself as a spiritual teacher and as a spiritual leader, meaning I'm supposed to be in the consciousness of heaven and to help other people there. So there's a part of me that wants to be like everybody else. So that's that's still, I have to say, a struggle of mine. Um, and I was working on it today. It, it seems that the closer you are to remembering who you truly are, the happier you are. Your awareness becomes much wider. Things become much calmer. But things become easier in many ways because you're not caught up in the drama of the physical. You're not caught up in the drama yes. of the ego and all of that. So when you were younger, in your twin, early 20s, you were all in on this drama, on this movie that we're all in. Yeah. And then you started to realize, oh, no, we're just actors. Yes. in a play and we all have yeah. parts to play and oh but this is who I re and the deeper you go down that road it seems like you've just become happier you do and there is um God is joy and we all have that inside of us and I think the path is to allow the Holy Spirit just as it says in the course in the miracles of course circles to release the blockages, remove the blockages to the awareness of love's presence. So you start to live in the spiritual love, which you feel coursing through you. And your, ha and your happiness then is not dependent on 
what is happening or not happening or who loves you or who doesn't love you. It's just this, you're in God. And that's mm -hmm. basically what happened to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. It, and it, from my experience of talking to so many near-death experiencers who go to the other side, that's the first thing they said. They like you are engul engulfed in this love that you can't just explain. It is so far beyond any yes. thing that we can experience here. That you're just connected yes. at that level. Meditators feel that when they're able to. I always say dip the toe in the universe. Like you, yes. you get there for a second. Even people who take psychedelics feel it for a brief moment because you've opened the door yeah. and you're you're there you know i the very famous prayer the lord prayer thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven we all know that prayer we say it that that became the theme of the ministry and it's it's the the title of my first book on earth as it is in heaven because what jesus was telling us is that heaven is a consciousness that you can open to while you are on earth. And the ultimate goal of the reincarnational cycles of life is to open to the consciousness of heaven. And it, to... No, no, the, the, I was going to say, I was going to say that it's very interesting that, you know, you're a minister and you, you know, you preach in regards to Jesus and, and Jesus's teachings and that kind of thing. But you also talk about reincarnation. Yes. which traditionally don't mix. I completely understand. I mean, I have a different point of view on Jesus as well. Uh, I, I felt that he's a yogi at one point or another that, that he trained yeah. and, 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 and because what he was doing was so amazing in his ministry when he was walking the earth um, and his teachings have been misunderstood for many years. Yeah. <laughs> but you talk about reincarnation. So for people listening who believe in Jesus or are Christian or are Catholic, and then you bring in the concept of reincarnation, that kind of throws the foundational beliefs of that religion. It kind of just shakes everything up. It, it doesn't coexist. So how do you connect that? How do you explain that to people? I'm assuming this has come up at one point or another in your oh, ministry. Oh, yes. And I'm certainly glad you asked the question. So I came, somebody say, I came to Jesus, which is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I knocked on his door and Jesus was there. <laughs> I came to Jesus through... Miracles. You know, he is the author of A Course in Miracles. He came through the channel, Helen Shookman. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I'm doing is that Jesus is our elder brother, and um, he is really one of the guides of the path of self-transformation. My relationship with him has deepened, and I am not at all a traditional Christian. I'm a mystic and my church is an interfaith metaphysical church. So there's no conflict there. But ironically enough, Alex, today I got an email from someone who knew about me from meetup.com. And he said, you, your is not the biblical God. You're, it's not the right God. Why he needed to tell me that, I don't know. <laughs> but my but, yeah. And also the reason why our website, my church's website has been, has to be reconstructed as our web hoster um, found out that we were an interfaith metaphysical church and said, you're not following our um, precepts of faith so we can no longer host your website. So, but you know wow. what? I, what I am teaching is that God wants you, wants me, wants all of us to be completely happy and totally fulfilled right now, succeeding moment of now. And the work the, the angels are doing through me, that the Holy Spirit is doing through me, is transforming the consciousness energy and patterning that prevents us from being happy in every moment of now with every breath we take. So frankly, I don't care. You know, you can be Christian, you can read the Bible, you can do whatever you want to do. I am following the path of God and I am in joy and I'm happy to share it with anybody who wants to be on that path with me. You know what? Um, when you said that, I, you know, cause I read all the comments that come in for the show and it is fascinating how many people feel the urge to let me know 
that you are not, this is not correct. You are wrong. Yeah. yeah you're obviously demonic. Uh, you're like these things, these crazy things. And I'm like, and I sit there myself, I'm like, even if I disagree with somebody on something online, I don't take the time yeah. to sit there. And then because it's, I feel it's because there's a threat to their core beliefs that they feel threatened because it's an idea that's shaking the foundation a little bit. Because if you're, if you're, if you are secure in who you are and what you believe, nothing anyone else says, I can look at a flat earther all day. And by the way, just by me saying flat earther, we're going to get some messages. I'm like, oh, come on. You know, the earth is flat. I promise you that would be in the comments, but you, you could like, I have a flat earther talk to me and like, well, obviously this, you could tell me anything you want to know about the flat. I'm like, Dude, I'm I'm sorry. The Earth is round. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sorry. And by the way, I promise you, someone's going to say something in the comments after I said that. But it doesn't. I'm secure in what I believe. Right. And whatever you say, the the Earth is hollow, and there's a civilization inside of it. Cool, fantastic. I'd, I'd love to visit. Where's 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 the train? <laughs> I'd love to see this situation. You know what I mean? So it, it it doesn't matter, but a lot of people listening um will feel the urge. And I feel it's because they are being their 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 foundation is being threatened. Where and they're insecure about their foundation in many ways. So that's why they feel the urge. Because I could say anything I want to you, you'd be like, well, whatever. And I and you can say anything you want to me. I'd be like, that's you. You do you, boo, <laughs> and I'll do me. And that's yeah. that's the way it is. Um, so listen, would you mind uh, channeling for us uh, live? I have a few questions for uh, for your for your angelic guides. Thank you. Absolutely, I I absolutely would not mind at all. Thank you so much. So, now, how and what's your yeah? What's the process so we so the audience knows? So I'm just asking that the spirit of over within me and bring through whatever would be most helpful for all those who would listen or see this forum. Thank you, God. So I can actually feel the light over within me. We are most grateful to have this opportunity to channel the love of God into the hearts and minds of those who will receive what is brought forth in this forum. Our work with humanity is to assist those of you who wish to step off the wheel of karma to do so. Beloved of God, karma is within you. Karma is the feelings, the beliefs, the charged in your emotional body, 
your magnetic center, which draw to you. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. The experience in form in your life on earth. It is in the will of God that you be completely happy and totally fulfilled in every moment of now. Whenever you open in prayer, sent to you every prayer is answered whenever you open in meditation we are sent to you and we begin to work with you filling of your body with the energy of God. Now you are meant to direct that energy to the part of the self that suffers, the part of the self that believes in guilt, for that is the key. As guilt is released from the emotional body, you do not magnetize to the self, punishing experiences, pain, suffering, struggle, and lack. This is an ongoing process of spiritual practice. And the most important message we have, those of you who are receiving us in this way, is to make each day to open to the part of yourself that is God to review what you have experienced in the preceding 24 hours. And for any experience you have had that had any feeling within you that you do not enjoy, that does not feel good to you, for any experience of pain or suffering or struggle or lack, Choose to let the light of God come into the consciousness energy and patterning within you that has created or produced that experience and simply ask for its transformation, healing, and release. Thank you, God. And we will take just a few moments now to guide you through this. Yourselves join with us and have the thought I open now to the part of myself that is God. And take in a nice breath and you will feel us with you in your energy field. And as you breathe, let yourself have the thought, God, I let you in. Will draw into yourself through the chakras of your body, the healing, life-giving, transformative light of God. As you breathe, it enters into you through your crown. 
and third eye and the spirit of God is saying, let go into me now, let go into my love for you. As you breathe, this light fills you through your heart and heart. And may all already begin to feel energies and streams of consciousness and patterning being released from you. As our light fills you through your solar plexus, creative center and root center at the base of your spine. And the mother of creation says to you, you never have to hold or carry within you anything that you are not enjoying feeling good to you. And beloved ones, we want you to honor that, to take that in. I never have to hold or carry within me anything that I am not enjoying and that is not feeling good to me. And take the time now forth. Any release of anything you have been holding or carrying that you are not enjoying. That hasn't felt good to you. Speak it aloud if you choose. And breathe. And you will feel a release. And an opening. And look with us now at any form your life has taken that you wish to change or transform. and look beyond the form into the consciousness, energy, and patterning within you that has produced this. We will give voice to it. It says, I am not deserving. Of love. I am serving of happiness, abundance, peace, health. And as you breathe, know that the spirit of God within you is indeed your healer and your transformer. And we guide you now in this prayer. Thank you, God, for changing my heart and my mind. Causing me now to feel deserving of infinite, infinite joy, infinite peace, infinite fulfillment. Thank you, God. And we say to you that as you practice with us in this way and to the part of yourself that is God daily, we are with you. 
as you look at anything you are not enjoying, anything that has not felt good to you, anything that you want to experience that you have not yet allowed yourself to experience, know that it is consciousness, energy, and patterning that grace. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Love, the energy, the light of God within you and transform. And you are deserving of that transformation. Unconditionally deserving of being always. And this is how we will conclude our message by saying to you, you are unconditionally deserving of being in the consciousness of heaven with God, where pain, suffering, struggle, and lack do not exist and are completely impossible. And let yourself speak this aloud. I am unconditionally deserving of being always in the consciousness of heaven with God. Where pain, suffering, do not exist and are completely impossible. Thank you, God, for causing me to feel this, to know this, to believe this, and breathe that in, and it is so, and so be it. And that is our message. Do you have a question or two? Yes, thank you for that message. What is the purpose of angels in the universe? We will speak of our purpose with humanity. Our purpose is to, first of all, help those of you who have been caught in the cycle of negative creation on earth to release yourselves from that cycle through spiritual practice in the way that we have just described through Daniel. We are also charged with helping each soul to fulfill the heart's desires, to fulfill the purpose they create for self before birth, Humans experience and express the self in the ways that the heart desires in every incarnation. Our work with other beings in other dimensions is not the same, but it is all meant to help the creation of God, the light of creation to expand and expand in infinite ways to move creation forward into more and more light. Does this answer your question? It does. How do you view the concept of free will and its relationship with destiny? We will say 
destiny has to do with experiences you plan to have before your birth. This mostly has to do with the people that you want to experience life with in human form. You are destined to meet those people because you have planned to do so before you are born. There is a destiny in, let us say, the profession you plan to have, the work you plan to do on Earth. So you will a call to take certain actions once you are born, but you always have free will. So in that sense, your free will overpowers your destiny. You may be, you may have planned to meet a particular person and join with them in a very deep relationship. But once you meet them, you have the free will as to whether or not you will go forth in deeper and deeper intimacy and connection with them or not. Does that answer your question? It does. How can we achieve a greater sense of inner peace and joy? By first of all, knowing, not just with your mind, but knowing in that deep emotional body, that deep magnetic center that has the creation of God as the holy, beloved, innocent daughter or son of God, you are deserving of peace and joy. It begins with an idea. Just having the thought, I am the holy, beloved, innocent, infinitely son of God. I am deserving of peace and joy. Having that thought begins the process, but prayer is the act that causes what you know in your mind to be integrated into the emotional body, your magnetic center, now caused by God within me to feel deserving of living in a state of peace and joy. I'm caused by the Spirit of God within me to know on the deepest level that I am deserving of living in a state of peace and joy. And so we say to you that when you pray, do take the time to breathe the prayer in and to wait until you its energy integrating with you. Does that answer your question? Yes. How can we heal physical and emotional pain and suffering? Again, it comes from the foundation of knowing that you are we, beloved, innocent son, innocent daughter of God. And you are meant to enjoy everything. You are meant to be in heaven. So first of all, having that knowledge, asking in prayer that that knowledge move deeply within. Now, healing physical or emotional pain is a very deep process. You must first of all allow yourself to feel your emotional pain, for we must say that any physical pain really and mental pain taking. So you must ask to let yourself feel exactly what pains you, what has hurt you so deeply in your life. And in your communion with the part of yourself that is God in your spiritual practice, you begin to express it. We give this outline for transforming the self what has hurt me the most in my life? What has angered me and frustrated me the most 
in my life? And what am I afraid of? And as you open to the answers to those questions and you express them aloud and you allow yourself to cry your tears, to let your anger come forth and out you through sound and movement, the light of God will enter into those places of pain that have calcified within you and brought forth the emotional or physical pain. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And just as Reverend Daniel was describing that energy of God will move into those places and flow through that consciousness energy and patterning, and it will cause you deserving of joy, deserving of health. And that is how you experience the will of God, of having all things within you be made new. Behold, I make all things new. So it is an ongoing process. Another part of the process is forgiveness, self-forgiveness, asking yourself, what have I been judging myself for? Every thought, every feeling is creative, and self-judgment creates some form of punishment and pain. And as you become aware of the ways you have been judging yourself as you speak them aloud, as you allow yourself to be conscious of them, my light, says the mother of creation, can enter in, into that guilt, into that will to hurt nigh and punish the self and transform it into love and the will to give to yourself all of our gifts to you. Every gift, every blessing, every manifestation of our love, our grace, and a will that you be completely happy and totally So it is an ongoing process. Is that clear? Have we answered your question? Yes. And finally, what what is your parting words for the audience? That God is within you and with you always. You never are stuck in any internal or external situation that you are not enjoying. Transformation, healing, and help are available to you if you are willing to go within, if you are willing to feel everything that is within you, if you are willing to go beyond your human ego consciousness into the depth of your being where you are the Christ, where you are the holy, beloved, innocent daughter, son of God, deserving of nothing less than and nothing other than heaven. And while you are on earth, your heaven on earth. Thank you, God. And that is our message. We send great, great love, of reverence, healing, and support to all who will receive mission. Thank you, God, and blessed be. Thank you. And like I said, it's like immersing yourself into a beautiful, warm bath. I feel myself in the back to uh, my uh, human consciousness. 
how are you feeling? Are you wiped out a little bit? Or are you are you no, good? I, feel, I feel great. You feel great. Good energy. Yeah. It was interesting. I, I was going to ask you: Do you what is with the the kind of going back and forth, like almost like a a, a satellite dish? You were like, I, I have no idea. I've, it's the energy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because I just said you just kept twisting. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting. Everyone's different. Everyone handles it yeah. different. Everyone channels differently. But I just, if you knew what the reasoning of that was, it's just the way I, it comes in. I I just let the energy. I let spirit just move you around. Yeah. That was beautiful. Do you remember, by the way, what we what you said? I remember the general themes, yes. But not the exact stuff. Like, you were there. So when that was happening, where were you? Were you there conscious or were you kind of like hanging out? Where did you go? What a great, that's another great question. So I can hear it all. And, but it's like I'm putting put me that's talking to you right now. Mm -hmm. I'm putting it over to the side. Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of acting as a, almost like an interpreter. I'm letting, because they're using my vocabulary, and um, so I have to, it's so hard to explain, but I, it's kind of like a collaboration where one part of me has to be present and allow allow them to use my vocabulary and and find the right words Whereas also I need to just be totally out of the way. So I think that what happens is my higher self joins with the angelic realms and it then then it then comes through. That's the best way I can explain it. All right. That sounds very good. Well, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful channeling, and I think it will help hopefully people listening um to connect a little bit more to their higher self and find a little peace in their life. Good. Which was a beautiful it was all about. Yeah, it was a beautiful. It was a beautiful message. Now I have a few questions to ask all my guests. Um, what is your definition of living a fulfilled life? You really experience what you're passionate about, the things that you love to do on um, to show up in your relationships as love, uh, show up in an undefended way and allowing the love that you are to really come out of you and, and be expressed unconditionally and actually to feel that you've contributed to the happiness and well-being of other people. I think that's my definition. If you had a chance to go back and speak to that little boy when you were coming up, growing up, and give them one give him one piece of advice, what would it be? Don't let the world or other people define you. Know that you're perfect the way you are and you're deserving of being happy and fulfilled and loved just as you are. How do you define God? The light of creation, the, the, the light, the love, the intelligence, the power that has created all that is, and also the love that sustains all that is and that helps what it has created to transform and heal when healing and transformation is needed. And what is the ultimate purpose of life? To become more and more loving and to bring new forms to only come through you. So as you follow your heart's desire, you're actually giving, bringing new forms of life to the creation that only come through you. And where can people find out more about you and where they can pick up your books uh, as well? So uh, my two books, On Earth As It Is In Heaven, and uh, You Are Here On The Earth To Enjoy Everything That Are Available On Amazon. 
Mm-hmm. And you can find out about me and my church through my website, which is danielnewsom.com. The Newsom is spelled N-E-U-S-O-M.com. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And do you have any parting messages for the audience? I love you and I am totally supporting you in fulfilling yourself, your life and your purpose on earth and experiencing yourself in whatever desires. Take advantage of the part of yourself, the power. It's not about religion. It's it's the love that created you and that wants you to thrive. My friend, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I, I appreciate all the work that you're doing to help elevate and awaken the world, my friend. So again, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Alex, it's been a, it's been a privilege to be with you. Thank you. I want to thank Daniel so much for coming on the show and sharing his knowledge with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 264. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.